0: Hi, I'm John.
1: And I'm Cecilia.
0: Welcome to Crazy Cat Paranormal Speaks.
1: Hey, Crazy Cats. Welcome back to another episode of Crazy Cat Paranormal Speaks. I am not going to be doing my big, long, rambling anything because these guys need no introduction. I want to welcome to the show Dave Tango and welcome back Steve Gonzalez. Hey, guys.
2: Hello, hello. Thank you. Thanks for having us. How y'all doing? Doing well. Great. Doing well. How are you? I'm here. <laughs> uh, hey, that's all you need, right?
1: <laughs> so how was DeadCon?
2: Ooh, DeadCon
3: was fun. You know, we met a, a lot of great people, and uh, we um, got to talk about the paranormal. We had a bit of a panel there. Oh, cool. And uh, just chatted about uh, all things that we have coming up, and uh, the field in general, and uh, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, people were really sweet there in
2: Fort Wayne. Yeah, a lot of nice people. Yep, in the Fort Wayne area. Yep. Was there a
1: big crowd? I know a lot of people who went. We did not get to go.
2: Yeah, you know, luckily our,
3: our panel was was pretty jammed, and we had a decent line uh, going the whole weekend. And uh, awesome. Yeah, we were we were off stuck in our own little sort of hallway there, uh, but I I could see uh, we we were having a lot of fun. The Destination Fear Gang,
0: mm-hmm. uh, they were
3: having a lot of fun, and uh, yeah, it was awesome.
1: I'm going to be honest, Destination Fear is my guilty pleasure.
3: Us too. Uh, don't let it be a guilty pleasure. It could just be a pleasure.
1: <laughs> they're just so adorable. You can't not like them. Oh, they're amazing.
3: All of them. They are, without a doubt, the nicest dudes. Like, they've become really close friends, and uh Yeah. They're they're awesome and and Chelsea and Chelsea yeah, yeah. I just <laughs> yeah I've only gotten a chance to to hang out with Chelsea like once and it was at DeadCon but <laughs> uh, Dakota and Alex and, and Tanner we, we've hung out a bunch of times and uh, they're all super super awesome great
2: people
1: you know it's a refreshing show because it's not necessarily about the paranormal there is some paranormal element to it but it's also about the history and and everything else so right yeah. I, I, I kind of sneak them in when I can.
2: <laughs> All
1: right. So I'm going to just throw this out there. We are TAPS. We are Ghost Hunters. We are Ghost Nation. And we are Ghost Hunters. What are we officially called for this season? <laughs>
3: uh, this is Ghost Hunters. Uh, yeah, this this coming up is, is Ghost Hunters, October 31st, and... Um, yeah, we're doing that again, TAPS. Awesome. And uh, it's been, been great. Uh, we have the, the TAPS van back.
1: I saw that. And, uh,
3: oh, yeah. yeah, driving around. Old Bessie. Old Bessie Tango calls her. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Gotta have a name.
2: Oh, yeah. She's a part of the team. Yep. Always has been. Cool. <laughs> so
1: what season would this be with all of it that's going on? Because um, it's not season three. It's not season 15.
3: No. You know, this I mean, per, honestly, we are considering it season one. Awesome. Um, but I think that you know, in, in the sort of TV world, I believe they're they're calling it season fourteen. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Like if you look up Discovery Plus, that sort of thing, I, I think they're going to say it as a, as a season fourteen because they have the whole back catalog there, and they mm. don't want to confuse people. Right. Um, but, you know, personally, us uh, as Taps, Jason, me, Tango, Sherry, um, and and all the gang we have coming along with us, um, we're considering it uh, season one.
1: Awesome. So what can folks expect from this season?
2: Oh, man, in my opinion, some of the best uh, evidence we've caught in a long time. Uh, experiences, amazing uh, new equipment, uh, uh, amazing places, some revisits. Exciting. Oh, man, I, I can't wait for everybody uh, to watch, it's it's going to be amazing. No spoilers. No spoilers. <laughs> nope. um, well, you know, we're not changing too much.
3: You know, one thing that we heard, uh, especially since you know there was a season or two without us, um, we heard everybody what they didn't like. You know, and and uh, we we've heard everybody in terms of when it comes to you know the original Ghost Hunters and Ghost Nation, what everybody loves, and you know. So we're not going to change too much, honestly. Uh, We want it to be comfortable and and something that everybody wants to watch, everybody that loved the original series. And uh, so we're doing it our same way, our investigation uh, methods, protocols, procedures. Good, good. uh, None of that changed. Um, One thing we are doing different is, and we've learned just from our, you know, expanding our own minds is that, you know, the history is, is super, super valuable.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, so we're going to keep deep diving into that. Um, because it serves multi-purposes. Obviously it helps the investigation. Mm. Um, but another thing it does is it helps the location. You know, we, we end up uh, every single case, we end up fixing the history for them and telling them things they don't know or, you know, cause they'll have, and it's sad because, people will go on tours in town and, and it'll be go in the newspapers and in the history books and in the school books as, you know, certain things happening and when we dig into the, the research and, and, you know, do the dive that we do, we find that a lot of it is inaccurate or they just didn't know a lot and we get to fix the history for them. Oh, cool. And uh, that's really awesome.
2: Yeah. When
1: you... Go out and you do a location, whether it's residential or um, we call them commercial, but like businesses and things like that. Mm-hmm. If you find that the history is incorrect, do you like write it up for them and say here you go? Or
3: oh yeah, yeah yeah yeah. We, we well you know we, we always present it to them orally. You know and you'll see mm-hmm. that part on on the show. Um, but then yeah, we we give them all the documents that we find because mm-hmm. you know we'll find death certificates and, uh, you know, obituaries and deeds and all this stuff that they, for whatever reason, couldn't get their hands on. Uh, And we'll supply them with all of that. And and they're always really, really, really gracious because they don't want, you know, to be spreading false history. And, uh, you know, but it gets scary when, you know, if they say that so-and-so died on the third floor um, and the ghost is showing itself out the window, like, that goes in the newspapers, that goes in the history books, that goes in mm-hmm. and and to be able to to course correct that is is really valuable, I think,
1: yes, definitely. Um, I was just thinking about something you said when you said, "Well, the ghost dies on the third floor, and then you see him out the window. Ghosts don't always stay where they initially passed, <laughs> right so I, I can true. see how sometimes that history gets a little a little uh,
2: warped, right. Oh yeah, it
3: it does. Either warped or sometimes just blatantly made up, you know? Um, I was trying
2: to
3: avoid that. It is, and and sometimes they'll try to fudge the history to, you know, to really um, mold to their paranormal stories, and that's not, Yeah, you know, like... Sensationalize it. Yeah, like just one off the top of my head is St. Albans, you know, it's, it's an awesome place, but they would always say that somebody was you know, killed with an axe and then the axe is still there and all that. And it's like, I know the person that bought the axe at the hardware store, you know, like, <laughs> there's <laughs> okay. no axe, it's, you know, <laughs> like, get rid of that part of it, you know, like, uh, that's the stuff that that I'm happy to go in and, and help fix with the, the deep dives and, and the research.
1: Yeah, no kidding. Because if you truly have energy in a place, I don't think you'd need to go out and buy an axe.
3: Right <laughs> no. right you don't need to do any of that uh, stuff, but uh, <laughs> yeah, and it's valuable you know for the, for the clients as well in terms of their experiences and even to focus our own attention you know it's it's hard to do a lot of research before you go, mm-hmm. although you should do some but you know if you find out that uh, you know a girl named Mary passed away on the property, you may spend a few days trying to communicate with Mary, but if you don't know that to be true, uh, why are you spending all that time? Uh, you know, that sort of thing. So it's good to get real, right. yeah. uh, you know, uh, You know, uh, but you do want to get some information, but not, not too much.
1: Do you prefer to, like, do a preliminary investigation without too much history, just to see what pops up and then go back and do the history, or would you rather have all the history up front?
2: I personally like that, you know, because, yeah, yeah, just to just it solidifies the experience, not knowing of, of the specific name and you get an EVP of this name, then you do research and you didn't even know this name existed and then right. you find out it did. And it's substantial. That to me is real. Exactly. It's very solid for me. So I, I do. I like that. Yeah.
1: I'm I'm the same way. I get a lot of flack for that because I'd rather walk through and do a preliminary
2: yeah, we and then generally... go back
1: and, and see if what we picked up is, is really what right. happened. Um,
2: Right. You always have time to research later.
0: Mm-hmm. He would prefer us to not have any instrumentation, but the one thing that I insist on is a camera, just a, a small handheld camera, just to capture that activity. Right. Document. That exercise. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm a
2: weirdo, so.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I have a question for you from our Facebook group. All right. And this goes out to either one of you or both of you, whoever feels like answering. Uh, the question is, they always look like they are composed, but have they ever been truly scared during an investigation?
2: Ooh, good question. And, yes. and thank you for the compliment. <laughs> um, well, we have been uh, startled. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, startled's the word. Um, for uh, for both of us, I would say. Uh, creeped out with history? Sure. Yes. Um, scared would be from animals. You know, if something in the wall, like we didn't know was there, a bat, oh, you know, yeah. a raccoon. That's scary to me. It's something physical that can hurt you, you know? Right.
1: I think you guys <laughs> did one way back when where there were snakes in the attic or snakes in the wall or something. Oh my
2: God, yep. I, I was I was with Jay up there in the attic, and we just found all of these really big snake skins. I remember um, that. And... Uh, yeah, and we just kept counting and it just kept going and going. It's like they're in the walls. And that actually explained a lot of the activity that uh, the clients were having, they were hearing things in the walls, and I was more afraid because they, I, I, you know, we all love dogs, and I have three chihuahuas myself. They had a little small dog, and I'm like, you gotta get this dog out of here, or, or or get this fixed with these. Yeah, <laughs> we definitely let let them know about it, and he's like, all right, we're gonna, we are going we are going to get this fixed. So I'm glad we we're able to help that way. But it was pretty terrifying uh, <laughs> finding all these crazy skins. Oh yeah,
1: did you ever walk into an investigation with something like that and just automatically nope and walk out?
2: Mm.
3: No. Mm. I, I mean, no.
2: Because I think because the snakes might have been usually... my nope.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it's tough because, I mean, if we were just going and investigating for our own fun, maybe, but people are calling us, you yep. know, for help. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if we we're to just say, oh, but this isn't for us, or, you know, and plus... You know, we, we travel quite a, a distance. And, right. Uh, and we a bring, lot of uh, whole camera crew. <laughs> people
0: committed. Yeah, I was going to say, a lot of commitment yeah. from a lot of different entities.
3: Yeah, but, you know, recently, actually, um, in an episode that will air in this season of Ghost Hunters coming up, uh, Tango and I did get pretty scared. We actually jumped. And, um, <laughs> you know, something uh, I can't really say, but something rushed us. Mm. And yeah. uh, we definitely got quite quite uh, startled and, and, and jumped back and um, yeah, I think that would oh, probably be the closest to, to being scared you know uh, when it comes to the paranormal it's intriguing uh, not scary uh, uh, there are times when you know I'll be on the third floor of a place all by myself and walking around at four in the morning like should I be doing this this could be a little you know we do it anyway you know?
1: <laughs> well depending on the place I think I'd be more nervous about people than I would anything else.
3: Yes. Right. That's absolutely right.
1: But you guys mostly do, like popular, like residences and active businesses and things like that. That's what you mostly air.
3: Um. Well, it's always different. You know, uh, original ghost centers we did a lot of private residences mm-hmm. and, and sprinkled in the occasional, you know, big place. On Ghost Nation, it was almost all private residences mm-hmm. until... Um, until pandemic, you know, when we had a hard time getting into people's homes, rightfully so, you know, who wants 18 strangers in their house during a pandemic right? <laughs> um, or however many, you know, but um, when it, uh, so we started, you know, getting into some of the larger places, like you saw, we did a a soccer facility and, and even a prison. Um, but on Ghost Hunters now, you know, we have a good mix of everything. Uh, we love doing the private residences cause you do have a true mission there and you are helping people. We also love the large places cause as an investigator, they're so fun to explore and the history is always mm-hmm. sorted and weird. And, um, so we, we've mixed it up th- this season. Um, we have a whole array of, of, different types of places. We even found ourselves in a, a place we just did the last case we just did. Um, was a, a, a property that had like four different types of investigations to be done on one property oh, they had weird. A, Wow a theater they had a private residence they had a right um, a schoolhouse they had all kinds of different stuff and that that was cool because each it was pretty cool yeah yeah each type of place you have to investigate differently you know you don't investigate a theater the same way you do a private residence and, mm-hmm. and vice versa so it was a lot of fun to triage that and, and figure out yeah you know how what where and when.
1: Like
2: a Frankenhouse, just all put <laughs> yeah. together through history. You yeah.
1: know, was this somebody's home where they had like a home theater, and or was it just? No, no.
3: This was a a, a property that had okay. a theater, it was a, a big theater, like a a playhouse type of theater, wow. uh, with a mansion. Uh, yeah, there was a mansion on the property. Yeah, uh, which is a private residence and uh, an abandoned schoolhouse, yeah. uh, nunnery at one point. Yeah, that's right. It was a nunnery. Um, wow. Yeah. And when I say schoolhouse, I don't mean, you know, I, I realize that paints a picture of like a little schoolhouse of 20 kids, but uh, I really meant, uh, you know, like a five-story school for like five or six hundred people. Okay.
1: Dude, when you say schoolhouse, I see the big brick buildings. I grew up in Brooklyn. So.
0: Okay. Yeah,
3: you do. Yes, you do. We, we didn't
1: have little schoolhouses. We had, we had those ginormous, kind of looks like a prison. Yep. <laughs> Okay, I have another question from our Facebook group. right. A lot of times on the show, your show, other shows, uh, you know, it's, uh, hey, did you hear that? Or, hey, did you see that? And it's not something necessarily that gets picked up by the camera group. What do you say to people who are kind of naysaying about that?
3: Well, uh, I mean, uh, I would say that if their understanding of Physics and audio dynamics are that strong. More, more power to them. But um, (laughs) well put. You know, it doesn't always translate. It really doesn't. Uh, If you know, we may hear something with our ears, but if our camera is not pointed in that direction, that little microphone isn't going to pick it up very loud. And one thing that we do is we keep everything in the raw. So we're not going to amplify it. We're not going to pull hiss out. We're not going to do all that because then it's distorted, you know, and then it's becoming something it's not. So we keep everything in its original and uh, sometimes it doesn't translate. We hate it too, but it's, it's fact of the matter. It doesn't always translate, you know, that happens all the time. We feel the pain. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, this was so loud. This like, we heard this voice so loud. And then you hear it on the audio record and it sounds like it's three rooms down or something. And um, it is frustrating for us also. So we, we feel your pain um, but a lot of times it, it does translate, mm-hmm. and, and that's awesome. But also what happens that people need to realize is it may sound great to us, but then by the time it hits television, it's compressed, it's decompressed, yeah. it's filtered, it it goes through, and then it transmits over frequencies, and you lose a lot. Yes.
2: That's a good point.
3: And then also, the camera crew, it's not their responsibility. To Their only job is to document us. They don't care about the paranormal. The camera guy, they don't care. It's not their job. They're not paranormal investigators we are. So if they're to take their camera off of us to try to capture that stuff, they get fired. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's, there's a lot to it and, and it's funny when people who aren't you know, don't make the shows have all these things to say. Whereas if they could just spend a day, all their question marks would go. Okay, I get it. Oh, that makes sense. I see. <laughs>
1: but the truth is, is, they don't even have to spend a day in the residence with you guys on the show. If they just went out to a place mm. uh, that that has activity, I think a lot of people would realize that that hey, did you hear that? Hey, did you see that? That is that is normal.
3: Yeah, it is normal. I mean, they they could do it. Them, they uh, all of those people saying those sorts of things. Go out somewhere, go into an abandoned place, go into somebody's house and, right. you know, do experiments and you'll get the exact same uh, results. Uh, now, there are times where we're very lucky and it's very loud and it translates great. Right. And But even then, once it hits the airwaves, it, it is different. You know, it, it loses a lot. Uh, like, it really does. And one thing I love about Discovery Plus is when you watch our episodes, it's so crisp, and even like, we look like mm-hmm. HD, high D- like, yeah. you know, you watch something that airs on television, it doesn't have that at right. all, it, right. you know, it loses quite a bit, we get made fun of a lot for saying things like, did you hear that, did you see, it? but mm-hmm. it's like, what would you say, you know, and they say, or if, if <laughs> you hear this noise, and with your friend in the room, what comes out right, of your confirmation. Yeah. mm mm-hmm. You say, did you hear that? You know, like it just, it's what comes out. What's what a natural human, human reaction. <laughs> <that. You> know? <laughs> and and uh. listeners,
1: listeners, I can tell you that John and I do that a lot.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, I understand it. They're not in our world. Uh, they don't get it. And our world is very quick to jump to saying that things are, you know, not what they appear to be. And, and uh, you know, we don't mind that scrutiny. But when it comes to silly things, it doesn't even make sense. Uh, it gets a little little strange for us, you know. Well,
1: speaking of silly things, you guys seem to be pranksters. Mm.
2: Mm.
1: What What are some good pranks that you've played on each other?
3: Oh jeez Oh gosh! Yeah. You, you two
1: especially, because it it seems like Jay is dad and Sherry is mom, and you two are the uh, <laughs> the handful <laughs> in the middle.
2: <laughs> oh gosh! Yeah, really, you know, nice play. Yeah.
3: <laughs> um. Yeah. We, we do prank each other a lot. It just happens. You know, it just happens. People think that we, we do it for television, but, uh, it just happens. Like even if Tango and I are alone somewhere, it's like, I'll bet you to do this, go do this. What are you doing? Uh, it just happens. I'll prank him. He'll prank me. Um, but don't let television fool you too. Like Jay is quite a prankster. Mm -hmm. He has quite a sense of humor. (laughs) Um, you know, if they don't, if they decide not to put that on the episode, that's not not his fault. Uh, but yeah, we all we all prank each other and, and and have fun.
2: I mean, we're a family, you know, and we all we 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 like Steve said, we have fun on the road. We, we're always pranking each other, always having fun. And, you know, if you if you don't, you're gonna go crazy. Yeah, you, know, you gotta have fun.
0: I was gonna say you have to. Yeah, I used to do some of that for music, and uh, you know, you end up like you are a family. Right? You're that closely associated with that group of people, and yeah, you have to. <laughs>
1: Can I just say you guys your schedules are incredible? I mean just absolutely incredible. I don't know how you do it. <laughs> so with all the all the craziness and all the driving back and forth across the country and the cons and the the podcasts and the the TV appearances and all of that, how did your family support you?
2: I mean they they know it's part of the job. You know they 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 understand and they they're very happy. You know, uh, I mean, for me personally, you know, my wife loves it. She loves that I'm having a good time. I'm doing what I love to do. Um, so yeah, my family couldn't be happier. My, you
3: know, uh, I just have a cat. You know, so she she yeah, doesn't mind too a cat. much. <laughs> yeah, she's the best. Uh, she's an absolute dream boat and I love her so much. But. Um, she's still, you know, I'm, I'm lucky where she can't give me crap. Like she can't call me. She can't. Um, but she doesn't punish me when I get back. I could tell she's a little upset, uh, that I've been away. Mm-hmm. Um, it could also be why I'm, you know, still, you know, 40 and single. <laughs> you know, could play into it. <laughs> you know. Um, who knows? But, uh, yeah, yeah it, uh, it all happens.
2: Doesn't she, like, snub you for a day, Steve? Like, she won't talk, like, she won't, like, come over to you because she's mad at you? Yeah, that happens. Um, it depends yeah. on how long I'm gone for. Yeah.
3: If I go away for, like, a day, right, she'll come right up to me. Oh, if she's I'm happy gone to for, like, you. a week, yeah, if I'm gone for a week, it'll, it'll be a couple hours. Like, right now, I've been gone for, like, four or five months, so oh my gosh. it'll probably take a, a few days, yeah, a day or two, until <laughs> she starts, like, coming around me. Yeah, it's pretty sad, but it's awesome. Uh, she's an absolute amazing kid. Do you have someone come in once a day to take care of her? It, you know, um, sometimes I have her go to my, my parents' house and, and spend some time there when I'm away. Uh, sometimes, yeah, I'll have people go there. Uh, I, I'd love for them to go once a day, but it's not often possible. Yeah. Um, but, yeah.
0: Yeah, but especially that length of time.
3: Yeah, it gets tough.
1: Steve, does she ever react to anything in your collection?
3: No, 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 no. No. She doesn't. Um, you know, I have a lot of stuff that you think would be haunted and a lot of stuff that very well could be cuz I've, you know, gotten them from haunted places and um no, she's never reacted to anything. I've never had anything happen in my house that I know of. Um, although there was one time, and Dave I told you about this just mm. as a friend, I remember telling you, but I don't know what to make of this, but I did get one human skull at one point and this once when I acquired that um and it hasn't happened with any of my other skulls or, or body part you know like human stuff but I had this one that I that I got um and I was hearing some crazy banging sounds in my house for like two weeks mm. right when I acquired it um and then it stopped and never happened again so I don't know what to make of that other than coincidence, but they were banging sounds that sounded like things just falling downstairs, and I would go down, and there's nothing there. oh
2: wow, um, But it only
3: lasted two weeks. Yeah,
2: I remember you telling me about
3: this, yeah, it only lasted two weeks, um and I still have the skull, and it's you know I've had it for for two years and uh nothing um but that's the only thing ever and I have you know at least you know seven or ten skulls, and it never. Anything uh, like that. Uh, but no, she doesn't react to anything like that. No.
1: I'm still stuck on these skulls and other body
3: parts.
2: <laughs> that <was the>
0: <laughs> My antennas wiggle a little bit on that.
2: Oh, uh, well, I, not...
0: It <laughs> um, just, you know, uh, like, skeletons and arms and legs and jaws and...
2: femurs Be- sure. and tibulas
0: and mandibles. You know, the normal things. Of course. Yes,
3: I <laughs> do have a mandible collection, actually. So... <laughs> um, I, but, I thought Steve uh, was
1: the normal yeah. one.
3: Uh. <laughs> uh, I'm very normal. I'm just tuned into the, uh, you know, the uh, I guess the darker side of life there. But yeah. without darkness, I'm a <laughs> a loving uh, Catholic man who loves my cat and all things beautiful, including
2: flowers. You summed it up pretty well.
1: John can't complain about my doll. <laughs> we we have a haunted doll. Oh, and she moves around. Yeah, she moves uh if we If we uh try to do an ITC session, we will get you know direct responses from her and whatnot, but my cat hates her. Mm. Oh no. Oh my God yeah, he he will mm. go after her if I let her anywhere near him, so if he if she's within his reach, he goes after her. He tries to drag oh, her right. off by her hair. So we've <laughs> oh, my got gosh her, we, We've got her up on a shelf, but John, you can't complain about Dawn because at least she's not a human skeleton.
0: That's true. See, and I thought I was real. I I collect
2: guitars.
1: He collects guitars, but still that's How about you? How about
2: you Tango? What do you collect? I collect video games um and uh a lot of times um um Magic, not not real magic, you know, uh, illusions, things ah, like cool. that. Uh, cool, I've cool. done magic throughout my life. I don't always perform them. I know Steve, as for my for many birthdays, he's gotten me many gifts uh, of magic tricks, and I don't always perform them. But I like to collect them. I like to have them, um, and then you know, someday get around to performing them.
1: <laughs> oh, I'd love to see a magic show. With that you. would
2: be awesome. Yeah, <laughs> you got it.
3: Yeah, you know, Dave is a is a tremendous magician. He's a great magician, sleight of hand, all the stuff you can imagine that images, stage illusions, whatever. He's great. But I haven't seen a new trick in 15 years. <laughs> I but I see him I buy know. all kinds of magic tricks, learn things, read books. I have him things.
2: <laughs> I haven't seen a new trick in 15 years. <laughs> You're <laughs> right. I, I owe it to you. At least, Steve, I owe it, owe it to you.
1: There we go. We That's we can have the Dave Tango Magic Special.
2: There it is, and right. just just Steve there as the, in the audience. <laughs> right right waiting for that new trick.
3: <laughs> Wait, the magic show for one, please.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey hey Tango, uh, Steve was a policeman and Jay was uh, a plumber. Shari does real estate. You were nineteen when you started with this group. Yes. So you didn't really have a, a before. What did you want to be when you grew up?
2: Oh uh, well, I mean, I didn't really know, to be honest with you. I like again, going back to magic, I, I was when they picked me up, I was kind of, you know, fully into it at that at that time. That's when I was doing all these crazy tricks. I don't know if I was ever going to be an actual stage magician or professional magician, but I know I had a passion for it. Um yeah, I, I didn't really – I know when I was a little kid, um, well, like a little kid, I wanted to be an archaeologist, um, but I just like digging. I liked finding things, treasure hunting, stuff like that, but as far as, like, you know – uh a, a profession. Um, I, I didn't really know. I, I know I went to. I did go to school for a little bit for for some writing, like print journalism, but uh, it wasn't for me. So yeah, I was like when they called me uh, to join them, I was literally at a crossroads. I, I did not know what I wanted to do, and they kind of uh, filled that void for me. And now I'm doing what I love to do. Perfect. And yeah.
1: your your dad was law enforcement, also, wasn't he?
2: Yes, he was. Uh, yeah. For, and he's actually the reason I got into the paranormal because he would always tell me and my brother, who is now a police officer, he's been a police officer as well. Um, you know, he would tell us stories of things, uh, true stories of things that would happen to him and other officers that he knew, uh, you know, in the field. And back then, especially, like, you know, Steve always says, like, you weren't really able to talk uh, about things like that, especially from an authoritative position. Mm-hmm. Um, so hearing this from my father growing up, I was like, wow, this is real. I want to know what makes this stuff tick. Why is this happening? Um, So, yeah, uh, my dad is is really a big influence uh, for me for, for what I'm doing now.
1: And when you say they picked you up, were they doing a, a drive-by and like, grabbed you out of a yeah? I was I was uh, living
2: in a like, in a cardboard uh, box in New Jersey, and they they're like, "Who's this guy?" No, um, so yeah, so it was it was uh, me and my one friend uh, a long time ago. We had a, our own little paranormal uh, investigative team, ah. and it was just us, just the two of us, really. And uh, we we had a case in New Jersey where I used to live. Um, and uh, it was a friend uh, of mine. Uh, it was her house. And there were some crazy things happening there. And we needed help. And my friend uh, somehow was able to get in touch with them. Um, this is, I believe, during first season, second season. I don't remember exactly. It was early, Steve, maybe second season. Yeah. And yeah, and, um, yeah, and uh, they were like, you know what? We'll, we'll give you guys a shot. I think you guys were in like New York City, uh, Steve. And you know, like, we're just a town away almost you know yeah. stayed away so uh yeah they let me and my one friend be guests on that one episode and uh yeah uh, they gave me a trial run later they're like hey we're actually looking for somebody kind of like you and uh, i haven't messed up since nice i Bl- blink
1: twice <laughs> if you need help
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome
1: I have one more question for you guys, and this is a really important question. Okay. This may be the most important question of this interview. Oh, boy. Will we be live-tweeting the new episodes? Ooh. I miss that.
2: Yes.
3: Yeah, for sure. I think uh, you can't always guarantee that we all will be, but uh, we definitely plan to live-tweet during the episodes. Yes. Yeah.
2: Yes. It's fun for us, too. It is. It's
3: super fun. I
1: right, Awesome. So, when can people watch you? What time are the episodes?
3: You know, we don't know. Um, what we do know is that October 31st, uh, they'll be able to stream uh, the Halloween special uh, on Discovery Plus. And um, in terms of when the rest of the season airs, uh, they haven't given us the exact stream date yet, but... We know it will be uh, sometime early in, in the new year. Okay. Okay. But for now, uh, we have the Ghost Hunters on Halloween, October 31st, and uh, they have that to look forward to. And, and I think that'll be there uh, all day Halloween, obviously, once they, they put it. They, they use the word drop, but that word sounds funny to me. <laughs> um, but <laughs> once it drops,
2: you know, I know,
3: it'll be there for forever.
2: It's going to be an amazing episode. It's going to be really, really great. I'm excited for you guys to see it, and I um, this whole season coming up, it's, you guys are going to be really excited when, when you guys see it. It's going to be really amazing. I'm
0: looking forward to it.
1: We are looking forward to it. I will, I will not lie. I will say I got Discovery Plus just so I could watch you guys. <laughs> oh
2: Ooh. shucks thank
1: you so hot <laughs> alright guys thank you so much please come back
0: oh yes thank you come back thank anytime you, and I
1: would love to see some magic tricks just saying
0: oh you got it <laughs> they're all new for How us practicing. they're all new to us Ooh. don't don't forget that alright
3: that's true
1: <laughs> you guys have a a great great evening
3: thank you as well you too thank you for uh, taking the time to talk to us our pleasure
1: oh thank you
2: alright take care bye bye
1: Hey, if you like what you hear, and how could you not? We are freaking adorable. Check us out as Crazy Cat Paranormal on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. The links will be in the show notes.